Your baby. Oh, hi, baby. Here's our special guest this week. <laughs> Neo. Neo. <laughs> he wants, oh, baby. He wants to be a part of it. He wants to put in a noise complaint about our fetish. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't approve. Oh, Neo doesn't really hear it that much, to be honest. Because <laughs> we're not over here that often. Yeah, I was gonna say you're not a studio daddy, so no, I'm or, not. And he's not there. <laughs> no, I'm here by myself. Well, me, me and the cats. Mm-hmm. So we might have some meowing. It's okay. <laughs> Someone told us not to apologize for meowing. Meowing is always yeah. it's always acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, what was that? That's my other cat. <laughs> It's just going to be chaos chaos in here today. Hi, I'm Adalia. And I'm Rex, and welcome to episode 42, The Answer to Everything. (laughs) That's right. That's what we have this week, is the answer to everything. Yes. (laughs) Join us on Sips and Smacks as we answer everything. (laughs) All the universe's most burning questions. Yes. (laughs) The answer is spanking. (laughs) That's it. That's the answer, everyone. All right. Well, pack it up. We're done. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Well, I guess we should start with what we're sipping. Yeah. I'll go first. Okay. I'm just, I'm trying to guess alcoholic or non-alcoholic. It's non-alcoholic. <laughs> I, I, I figured. It's a little early in the day. Yeah, well, and I had, so I had meetings all morning. I had a meeting just before uh-huh. you and I recorded, and I have more right after this, so. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it'd be good to have some alcohol. Right? It makes it a little more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I actually, I didn't go fully fully sober what i did was i made myself an iced coffee and then i threw in a very small shot of kalua mm. just for the flavor nice yeah i like it mm-hmm. that's clever i mean you got the upper and the downer right there exactly <laughs> exactly so the the <laughs> caffeine will hopefully cancel out anything <laughs> that the kalua is doing and i really didn't put that much but i will say it tastes really good Oh yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah, <laughs> it's because it's like a flavor shot. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we. So I don't know why I don't do this more often at Disney World. Um, I know you can get that coffee drink at Disneyland, but at Disney World in Galaxy's Edge, you can get that uh, cocoa puff one, but you can get it with a shot of Kahlua in it in Disney Ooh. World. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> That's really good because I know you can get um, Kahlua in your coffee at Epcot. Mm-hmm. at one of the maybe like norway or something i don't remember <laughs> they, which one there's alcohol everywhere coffee. in Epcot. <laughs> yeah exactly but so, yeah galaxy's you, edge yeah. and in disney world go to what cat seca's mm. i think is what it is yeah <laughs> Oof, i love that cocoa puff coffee oh, i should have so good i should have sprinkled some cocoa puffs on top of this why didn't you I really should have 
Yeah. Too late. I'm I'm attached to everything now. So yeah. <laughs> to go to go to go to the kitchen, I'd have to bring like my microphone and everything else that's attached to me. Well, so. we would we would play the elevator music for you. Yeah, though. that's true. Yeah. Play the elevator music. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. This is good. I'm happy. I like it. I'll play yeah, it otherwise, next time. I mean, otherwise you would be chew- chewing on the podcast, and maybe that's not yeah, the best. So that's true. Yeah. No one else, no one wants to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Ice cubes clinking is pleasant, yeah. but people chewing, maybe maybe not so much. Not so much. All right. Tell us about your smack because I know you have a good one. Okay. I do have a good one. So um, I did make it to the national party for anyone who was wondering. Uh, tested negative for COVID all the way up until literally getting there. We tested like as we got to the hotel just in case. That's smart. We That's smart. <laughs> developed COVID during the car ride. Um, so we, we, we felt confident to, to go in and enjoy and it was wonderful. But so on the last night, um, we went to the suites. So the suites are like where the open play is happening. And, um, a lot of times like in the middle of the room, there will be like these massage tables set up and then people, people can play there, but it tends to be like. I don't know, people kind of like showing off their implement skills. Like I've seen uh, like a single tail whip guy. I've seen people with floggers, you know, it's, it's a little more like showy, I would say in the middle than just sort of your typical spanking play. Um, so this time there was something that I'd never seen before, which was there was one table where there were four guys standing around it, each with two straps. So a strap in each hand. And the bottom would get on top of the table and they would do this coordinated thing where they would count it out. It would be like one, two, three, four. And it it like, imagine like a car wash. Like it, like (laughs) the, the straps are like coming in and hitting all in rapid succession, but like syncopated. Oh Oh no. Did I, did I freeze? Oh no. Okay. I just froze my, my, my video. Um, And then after they did this for like a minute, or it probably was even less than a minute, they all flipped them over their shoulders and they went one, two, three, hit. And then they would all eight hit at once. Oh my God. (laughs) So I was like, count me in. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do this. After watching it a couple times, you know, I did, I did kind of observe. And it's so funny because like, I was laughing thinking, you know, I, I always think about what Vanillas must think if you say like, I'm going to a kink party, you know, mm-hmm. they're probably imagining something like very dark and dungeony and yeah. people having sex in corners. And this to me was more akin to like going to a Benihana and watching them do like the onion volcano. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the vibe that it had. Oh, my God. It was like. It was very, yeah, it was just this kind of like very showmanship, you know, showing off this kind of like coordinated skill thing. Um, so anyway, but you could ask for late, medium or hard. And I asked for medium and uh, it was, it was just, it was cool. It was intense. It wasn't like, it, it was painful, but not like in an intensely painful way. It was more just like overstimulation uh-huh um and then like that simultaneous like eight hitting you at once like um 
C said that I look like I had a bucket of cold water thrown on me. (laughs) He's like, you just like lifted your head like, oh my God. (laughs) And then um, afterwards I went, I had some friends that were like playing in the room next door. And so I went in there to tell them about it. And um, just yesterday I was talking with one of those friends and she said that the person she was playing with thought I was high. They were like, I didn't know Adalia smoked. And she was like, she she doesn't. She just got quad strapped. Like, that's, that's, that's why she was like that. <laughs> so, yeah, it just, it gives you a very, like, an intense feeling and then kind of a floaty feeling after. Well, that, that is quite the uh, smack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It 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 is crazy. And the, by the way, the straps are like those kind of thinner ones. They're not like the thick one that Daddy so and I have. Are they like so? They're like nanny strap. Nope. They're. Uh, I don't mean thinner that way. I mean oh. um, the thickness. They're gotcha, they're they're gotcha. wide. They're gotcha, wide, okay. but yeah, but kind of thin. That makes sense. So yeah, so they're they're stingy, but they're not. Um, it's not a lot of thud. Which right. would be a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I think also just for the wielding of it, like the fact that they're a little bit lighter makes it easier to do that kind of rhythm that they were doing. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is wild. <laughs> so, yeah. So I said I got, I got the Doc Ock of strappings. The Doc Ock of strappings. So there you go. That, that is that is definitely the smack of the week. That's probably my smack of the month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> we should have like a, a listener strap uh, once a month or something like, or a listener smack once a month or something like that. I was going like, to say a listener strap. strap. What are we yeah, going to talk about? Yeah. We're going to have one of our <laughs> listeners. A drawing. That, this is the yeah, there we strapped. go. Yeah. <laughs> we should have like a listener smack once a month or something where we asked oh, them. We're, yeah I, that that's actually a great idea i think we should uh i think we should think about that because i would love to hear what people's uh memorable either you know implements that we haven't talked about or just a memorable experience yeah you know be it be it punishment or just an experience like this which was just for sensation yeah yeah so that'd be fun yeah i like hearing All about right. what other people endure <laughs> <laughs> I really want you to come to one of these parties because <laughs> I want to see, I want to see you endure some stuff. Oh, what would happen? We don't know. But you got to we meet don't some know. people. I mean, I know you've met a couple of them, but you got to meet some people who listened to our podcast at the party, right? Yep. I sure yep. did. Um, definitely got some, some nice compliments and uh, yeah, it was, it was really fun. It was, there's a lot of people that I've talked to for a while online that, I finally met face to face. So that was exciting. Yeah, that is. That's nice. Yep. And a lot of people uh, ask me, where is Rex? <laughs> States away. <laughs> <laughs> She's not here. Maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> so you were, you were missed. Yeah. I wanted, I really wanted to go, but. Ugh. I know. Timing. Timing I mean, not just good. This is hard. Yep. It's all right. There'll be more. There'll be many more. <sighs> yep. 
Um, so yeah, so that's the smack, uh, correction corner. Do we have anything for correction corner? I, I feel like I thought of something and it's gone. So I don't, (laughs) (laughs) maybe I'll think of it for next time. (laughs) I feel someone on our server had like a great take on the, like on the Dom sub thing, but I can't, I don't think I can articulate it because like it was very long and involved. It was, um, it was about kind of it was kind of like what I was mentioning last time in the correction corner um a little bit but like that the dom sub thing is like a headspace and the right. top and bottom, top bottom thing is a, is a little bit more physical yeah so yeah. I don't yep. I don't want to sum it up as like well she just said the same thing I did which is not what I meant no she articulated it yeah very in well, a very you know? very good way but I don't have it up in front of me well, the other thing that she mentioned that's interesting, too, because, of course, like we were talking about topping and bottoming in the sexual sense and in the spanking sense. But mm-hmm. she also brought up rope play, which is another place where you top or bottom. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a is, really good point. Yeah. And so, you know, that and I, and I think what she, she was kind of explaining how she has topped in certain places, but like but as a bottom, <laughs> but yeah. as a sub, yes. do you know what I yep. mean? Like in the sub yep. headspace, but topping. So, um, you know, which just all goes to show why it's so confusing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which is why I like tried to clarify like this, like you can be a sub, but you can still be a top and you can be a That's dom, right. but you can be a bottom. Like it, That's it's correct. not necessarily like a, you know, one-to-one correlation, but that's right. It's very confusing. <laughs> it is. And then throw throw the switches into the mix and oh my god. It's, we don't know. We don't know who's doing what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even mentioned like switch and verse and it's all just a whole it's a whole thing. <laughs> but everyone can can be happy yep. and find their thing. So yep. that's the that's the good news. You can mix it up any way you want. That's exactly right. <laughs> mhm. It might have the same ingredients, but you know. You can make it, make it to your taste. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So that's, that's correction corner. Um, so yeah, today I was thinking, so just to preface this, um, daddy and I are reading, um, a book by Ariel Anderson called playing to lose. Have you heard of it? Nope. Never heard of it. Um, it just came out and, um, it's, I think it's called playing to lose my journey from Jehovah's witness to BDSM model. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, it is definitely quite the tale and we're only halfway through, so I don't want to like, I mean, I won't spoil it for anyone and I won't, I wasn't going to discuss it in depth cause I know you haven't read it. So, but if you do read it, it would be fun to talk about some of the stuff that she says in there, but yeah. Um, it did get me thinking because, um, first of all, I just, she's great and I love her style. It's like very conversational and, um, uh, it's just, yeah, such a, a fascinating topic and I love more representation for us out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but she talks a lot about her childhood and about what it was, what it felt like to be a kinky child and, I really connected with that and it kind of got me thinking about um, the phrase Jillian Keenan uses, which is innate, unchosen, and lifelong to describe our fetish. And just thinking about that in in all of its facets. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it might be fun to just like 
dig into that a little bit today. Um, and yeah, starting with what I was just saying, which is um, the innate part, because, um, you know, I, I really do. And we've talked a little bit about this, but, you know, I had these inclinations toward, you know, an interest in spanking, punishment, you know, all of those things from early childhood, as young as I would say two or three, I can remember. Yep. Same. I was very young. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, being obsessed with the old woman in the shoe in my, uh, little book of nursery rhymes, right. Cause Mm -hmm. she spanks all her kids and puts them to bed. Um, (laughs) what a nursery (laughs) rhyme. I mean, it's crazy, but like, that's like, literally, it's just funny. Cause it's like, that's like my core kink, right? Like that's like mm-hmm. the caring old woman in the shoe. Yep. She's going to spank you, feed you, put you to bed. Put you to bed. <laughs> I guess, I guess they got broth without any bread. I would have gone for the bread. Yeah. yeah but yeah. whatever. Still, <laughs> what, what can she do? She's an old woman in a shoe. She's yeah. got a, a lot She's of doing children. her best here. Okay. <laughs> oh my god um and so like in ariel's book she was talking about things like because she's she um she is into spanking but she's also uh very into like uh rope you know stuff and and um more bdsm stuff and and she was talking about loving like the seat belt like she wanted a seat belt that had like more harnesses oh yeah that's interesting right and like the things that you kind of gravitate to as a child not just you know I mean obviously like there were startles that you know we've talked about that in books and movies and things like that she also talked about like picking out from the library like books that would be about like the Victorian era because they were vibey or might tend to have something you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) related to our fetish same I would always if there was anything that was on the prairie or <laughs> involving yeah. a one-room schoolhouse, you know, yep. that would be the go-to because I I w- would hope that there was you know some some startle in there, um, but um, even sort of like the games that we play, like I don't know about you, like did you play house and stuff? Yep. Because <laughs> I feel like yeah, a lot of us either like initiated sort of like. <laughs> almost like scenes you know Mm -hmm. what I mean punishment scenes or whatever I've heard a lot of stories like that and I feel like I like very much loved anything that sort of put me in the submissive role you know where I was being told what to do by an authority figure in a in that type of a game yep like Barbie leaves the house at night and Yeah. Did you have any like specifically like that or like what kind of play did you like, gravitate towards as a kid? Uh, we played a lot of house or mm-hmm. like teacher, student teacher stuff. Like I can't even remember it off the top of my head, but I also remember really liking like Leave it to Beaver was a, a yes. show I really liked a lot. And um, I mean, Beaver got in trouble all the time. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was always that, like, thrill of somebody, like, a lot of times, yeah, the plot of TV shows would be, like, especially if they had kids in them, would be, Mm -hmm. are they going to get in trouble with the authority figure? Whether or not it was, you know, they had corporal punishment or not, it was still that vibe of, like, uh uh-oh. Yes. Uh, Like, the Andy Griffith show. I I, I Mm -hmm. I love, like, caring, especially, like, father figures, 
So like yep. Andy, the Andy Griffith show always had that. Um, Leave it to Beaver. Obviously, he was a very caring father. I mean, <laughs> I loved that kind of stuff, <laughs> and yeah. I loved it like when you know, like Beaver gets in trouble, and what is his name? Walt. Yeah, it, I think so. Is that what his name? Is, it's been years. Walt Cleaver. Walt Cleaver. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. The, it was the Cleavers, right? It's the Cleavers. Yeah, I remember her name is June. I can't remember yeah. what his name. I think is. I think it is Walt. Okay, it doesn't matter. The point is, you know, like Beaver gets in Daddy. trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. D- Daddy Cleaver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I mean, Wally got in trouble with Eddie a lot too. So yeah. it's a whole it was right. a whole fun vibe happening on that show. <laughs> In the wholesomeness. Sure. I love the wholesomeness. <laughs> yep. And then in, on a similar vein, like I loved um, um, I Dream of Jeannie. Oh, which God, is that's such a good one. So oh, my good, God. right? That's that's all your yes, master. I mean, come on. She gets sent to her bottle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so vibey. Bewitched is another good one. She can't use her powers. Yeah, she's not allowed to use her powers. It's like she has rules. Yep. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so just all these things. And I feel like when I, um, you know, I mean, it took me a very long time to, it took me until finding Jillian's book to understand what we're talking about, this innate, unchosen, and lifelong, um, and that it was the key to my sexuality. You know, I always say that I had this moment where I, it was like I flashed back on my entire life now mm-hmm. looking at it in this new light. Like I, I've just found the twist in the movie, you know, the I see dead people. And, yeah. um, and I was like, Oh, Oh, of course. Of course. That's why I love that. Of course. That's why like, you know, this particular kind of game made me feel good. Yeah. Of course, you know, absolutely. And it's like, and it, it, it was, it was both, exciting but just, but all, like also just I don't know it, mind-blowing I guess is really the way to describe it because yeah. I think you know our thing it, you know we've talked about this that it's so hard to describe and like you know <laughs> if you if you come out to a vanilla they're kind of like yeah you like spanking so what like you know right what what who cares you know what I mean like but um for us it's such an integral part of our lives um, cause again, it's not just the spanking, obviously it's the, it's this proclivity, it's our discipline fetish. Um, yeah, it permeates uh, everything. I mean, even exactly. watching a show, right. Just like I said before, like I'm watching leave it to beaver, <laughs> you yeah. know, like and you're having an experience and yeah. it's not necessarily like that you're having a sexual experience, right. especially at a young age, but it is titillating. It's exciting. It's lighting up a part mm-hmm. of your brain mm-hmm. that it is not doing for other people. Yeah. Yep. It feels weird. It feels weird. And I think you, you figure out pretty quickly that it's doing that for you Mm -hmm. and not for other people. Right. Um, And that's where, you know, you get that feeling of being different. And I think I just sort of, I slowly absorbed that feeling. And I, I never really in the book, she has more of like a revelation when she's um, like college age of like, Oh God, I'm kinky. You know, I'm a deviant. Um, I don't think I ever, like, I didn't let myself make that connection. I just kind of kept pushing it down because I knew that it wasn't like that no one else had it. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That you're just different and weird. 
Yeah, I, yeah. but and, and I, I tried to like put it in a smaller and smaller box. Like I was like, there's just this one weird little thing about me. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when I connected it to my sexuality a little bit in that I realized that, so I started, I learned how to masturbate really early. So I didn't know it was masturbation. I just yep. thought it was like a fun, nice feeling I could give myself. Yeah. yeah same. <laughs> right? same thing. Yep. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> no idea. No clue. Um, so it, I was embarrassingly late in life when I realized that that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And of course I was mostly thinking about spanking <laughs> Yep. So, Any kind of discipline. Uh, yep. That was definitely the scenario that <laughs> I was thinking yep, about. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So there, there, I think I did have that slight moment of like, oh God, yikes. You know, that, mm-hmm. that doesn't seem right. Yeah. <laughs> that can't be, that's not what, that's, I think it's part of the reason that it took me so long to realize it was masturbation because I was like, oh no, that's something that you do when you're like sexual and you, you're thinking about mm-hmm. sex, you know? Yep. Um, so Yeah. So I think that was a little bit of a pivotal moment for me, but again, I sort of push it away. And I think I, I always thought of it as like, well, I just have this sort of like weird porn habit Mm -hmm. (laughs) was how I thought of it. Like, it's just a thing I do by myself. Sometimes I look up these stories, like not hurting anyone. Like I'm not bringing this into my life in any way. Um, Yeah. And I think it feels even weirder too, because like, if you go to, let's just say pornhub.com and you type in spanking, that's not the kind of stuff that I'm looking for. So when I look at that stuff, it it just feels even more weird. Like it doesn't feel as weird now, but like at the time it felt even more isolating because I'm like, I like this, but I don't, and I don't know what it, and I I couldn't really identify what it was about it that I didn't like. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it's true. So it's not even like you, you can yeah type it into the computer and um, suddenly be like, oh yes, I understand now. You know, yeah, exactly. Like it's just, yeah. No, you'll get a lot of things. You know, along the lines of, along the lines of Fifty Shades or whatever. That again, we've talked about is not our vibe. Mm-hmm. Um. And so then it feels even more deviant because you're like, wait, like I'm into something that even even Pornhub <laughs> doesn't have. Even yeah. Pornhub's not into, yeah, exactly. Until you discover like spanking tube or whatever. Yeah. Um, but and and then even then, you know, I even though I I knew there were stories and I knew there was porn, I still didn't. I still didn't feel right about it because I still didn't. I didn't feel like it was something that normal people engaged in. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't want to be a deviant person, you know, that was involved in porn somehow. Now, by the way, I now know plenty of people who are spanking models and have done videos and they are not uh, dirty deviant people. They're lovely people. Um, But I, I didn't know any of this at the time, you know, for all I knew, I didn't even know if the people in the videos were willing participants. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, and my partner had that had that thought too, and it made him feel bad for looking at porn because he was like, "Oh, these women can't possibly like that." I mean, and by the way, not all women, but that's you know what mm-hmm. he was looking at in the videos he was looking at. He was like, "Oh, they can't possibly want this, right?" <laughs> so what have they done to force these people? You know? Yeah. Um. So anyway, got a little off track there, but just um that I think that kind of brings you to the 
unchosen part because just like I think I mean it still is bad for homosexuals in some places but um you know nowadays you can even as a kid see positive representation Mm -hmm. in a lot of places and we still don't have a lot of that (laughs) yeah so you know you have this feeling that there's something about you that you can't change Mm -hmm. you know we're not choosing it why would we choose to feel that different yeah um and uh you just have to kind of find a way to accept it and in my case and I think your case for at least a little while that was pushing it down (laughs) yeah and I think like you do stupid stuff when you don't accept it yes like you get yourself into situations that you probably wouldn't normally have done um just because you haven't accepted this like a certain part of you (laughs) and it's um I mean, it's a long journey to that just because like all the reasons that we mentioned, (laughs) it takes a while to accept that. But um, once you do, I think, you know, things get a lot better, whether or not you choose to actively participate in it anymore. Once you find it. That's right. Just even accepting it about yourself makes just such a huge difference because to have this piece of yourself that you hate or you know find disgusting or think that others would find disgusting it affects you it affects Mm -hmm. you know as much as you might be confident in a million other areas in your life that little piece of shame is so heavy you Mm -hmm. know and I really I did not realize that until I let it go you know yeah um and you know I had people commenting you know, on pictures that I was posting on social media saying, Oh my God, you're, you're glowing. You look so happy. What's going on with you? You know? And this was like, not this is before I met my partner. Like this was just simply like I had accepted myself. Mm -hmm. Um, That reminds me of Roger's story too. Yes. Yes. That people said he was smiling and happy. Yeah. And the other thing you don't realize it, it, well, it's like you were saying is that you, you make certain decisions because of it. And, you know, I think for me, I picked uh, bad, not working relationships <laughs> because I, I I think I just had this sense that there was something broken about me, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that I, I couldn't have a normal relationship or didn't deserve a normal relationship. Yeah. Um, and um, so I went through the world in that way with that belief totally not understanding why this wasn't a conscious, you know, Mm -hmm. pushing down of like, oh, I know what I am and I'm purposely not, you know, facing it. I really didn't know. I had, I had fooled myself (laughs) into thinking that it was this unimportant thing. Um, I could see somebody being kind of a little bit desperate too, in a sense, like you find somebody who has maybe like a similar kink or even the same kink as you do. Um, and staying with that person because you think you might be like the only two people in the world yes. who are like this. I've definitely um, heard that story yeah. as well. Yeah, that you just kind of happen to find someone and you're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> but yet that person is not necessarily right f- for you in other ways. Um, yep. So yeah, so it can be, you know, it can be something that can affect your life very negatively, even though it's it's not a negative thing. It's just the way that the way that we treat it, you know, when we treat it as a pathology or something negative or, you know, such a rarity that, you know, 
only a few people have it. And yeah, I mean, it, it's niche. I'm not saying there's a million of us out there, yeah. <laughs> but, but we are out there, you know, and the there more... are dozens of us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the more you find community, the, the, the happier you feel, at least in my opinion, mm-hmm. whether that be, you know, online or in real life or both. I think it's just comfort. Like to me, it's comfort just knowing that there are other people out there who are like me. I'm not alone in this like little fantasy world that I live in sometimes. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's very true. And to find all of the things that we have in common, like even Mm -hmm. our, our kinky childhood things, like looking up spanking in the dictionary or Mm -hmm. like, um, or online if you're <laughs> younger. Yeah. <laughs> but people don't even have dictionaries anymore. Um, it's called the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and the way we know all of each other's startles and mm-hmm. liked the same things. And it's just this kind of instant connection that we have because we are, you know, this, we have this same fetish that affects this, us the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I think coming off the national party, I was thinking about this too. And to get to the the final thing, which is lifelong. Um, one of the things that I really like about national parties is there's a huge age range. You know, you have mm-hmm. people from, you know, 20 years old to 80 years old. I mean, it's really. I love that. <laughs> That's I amazing. Absolutely, I absolutely love that. I, you know, it's, it's amazing that again, we can all connect and. You know, as my partner and I have said many times, we're like, the nice thing about a fetish is it, it doesn't go away. Yeah. <laughs> so once you learn to enjoy it and embrace it, you can have fun with it the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're you really know? lucky that our fetish is something that we can act out. Uh, yes. Yeah, that we can participate in. We can <laughs> safely participate in it. Yep. And um, yeah, it's like, and it's kind of like having sex drive that never goes away, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. And that's not to say that it doesn't wax or wane depending on what's going on in your life and all of that, or, you know, what your circumstances are. But I think we've pretty much shown that like, it doesn't disappear. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's there. It just, you know, it comes and goes in waves and that's okay too. It's just, yeah, it might, (laughs) yeah, it might hibernate for a little and like, Mm -hmm. you know, you can even force it down for a while, but it does, uh, it does pop back up. Yeah. Just speaking from personal experience, and I, I don't think I've ever met anybody who has cured themselves. <laughs> the funny <laughs> so thing is, is that I think like even like acceptance has almost like, I don't want to say like completely taken away my desire to be spanked at all, because that is not true at all. But like, I feel like acceptance has kind of like lowered that drive a little bit of like trying to find out or trying to put myself into maybe bad situations just to get what I was looking for. Like the acceptance was like the key to that. (laughs) Yeah. It it is funny. It's you're right. It's not um, there. When you first kind of come out and start exploring it, there is a little bit of this like desperation. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's a a thirst. You're like, it's thirsty. I've heard it described as that because yeah, yeah, you are, you're thirsty for this thing and um, you want to try everything. And you know, at least for me, like, I was like, I want to go to every party. I want to, you know, yeah. try every implement and every <laughs> position and, you know, um, and I do feel like you, yeah, that that has worn off and not worn off in a bad way. Like right, I don't yeah. like it or want it, but I can 
just kind of yeah take a step back and and calm down about yes. it and just I can, you know I, I can let it take a back seat so it's not yeah. just the only thing I think about anymore like now yes. it's just kind of like a passenger in my car instead of like trying to control constantly control the driver yes. the, the uh, steering wheel <laughs> yep that's a that's a really good point now what's interesting with you though is that you still do have a lot of the drive to write whereas yeah. I feel like I've lost a little bit of that mm. um because I, that was my initial, like, that's where my thirst was going. Oh yeah. <laughs> was, Get that. <laughs> was, was into my writing. So that, that drive kind of was pushing that. And once I, you know, had more play in my life and then settled, you know, into a relationship that just didn't, I didn't have those obsessive thoughts as much. Yeah. Not that I never think about it or that an idea doesn't pop into my head, but like, it's not. I don't have that burning drive. You yeah. Know? It's like, it's like you said, like, it's just a comfortable passenger that will sometimes like make itself known and, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes feel spornier than others, but yeah. you know, it's not, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not quite as intrusive, you know, which is nice. Yeah. And, and when I do enjoy it, I enjoy it. And you know, I have times that can, I, I can, you know, go for a while and be okay. Although I don't, I, I say that, but because I'm a partner. I don't really go that long. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you taking a vacation. Like, I think it was like last year or something. You were taking a vacation. And you're like, I've been playing a lot. So it'll be good to have a vanilla vacation. And like two days later, you're like, hey, guys, guess who got cane in the basement? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. All it takes is, is having to pretend to be vanilla to just bring that all the, the drive right back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And speaking of vanilla vacations, it's actually funny because when we were away this weekend, <coughs> whenever I do sort of a weekend away for a kink event, I, I always feel like I have to like take those vanilla vacation pictures because of course I've told mm. people that I'm going away and they're mm-hmm. going to expect to see some like Facebook post, right? Um, especially family. So um, now it's like, I almost felt like we were like staging it. You know, we had like a fake... <laughs> Isn't it funny? And I was actually telling, I was telling my kink aware therapist about this and she's like, that could be like a whole kink in, a, in and of itself. These like, you know, fake mm. role play vanilla vacation uh, <laughs> photos. Could be. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I was like, now I had outfits for those and, you know, like specifically, you know, I want to get photographed here, here. So yeah, <laughs> it is really funny. And I do have a few um, Spanko friends on Facebook, so it, it's it's amusing because I know they're just laughing, looking at them, saying like, mm-hmm, "Yeah, that was ten minutes of your yeah right. <laughs> three day vacation, right?" <laughs> and we know what you were doing the rest of the time, yeah, <laughs> getting octo strapped, yeah. Octo- <laughs> So let's see. Did we say everything we wanted to say on innate unchosen and lifelong? Oh, I'm sure we did not. <laughs> probably not. But I'll probably think whatever. of something else while I edit the edit it. Yeah, but exactly. And and definitely, I I highly recommend the book to you and mm-hmm. uh, to others. We're actually um um Jillian's uh server. We have a book club, and we're going to do 
um, a book club meeting about it, and she is going to come. <gasps> really? Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, uh, virtually, but, you know. Right, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're all over the world, so yeah. Um, but yeah, it's awesome. So I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, what questions I want to ask her. I got to read this. I was looking yeah, it up it's... while you were talking about it. It looks really interesting. Yeah, it really, really is. And I, I, I'm sure once you start reading it, yeah, you'll have things that you'll be like, oh, my God, we need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, we can uh, wrap it up and get ready for uh, all of our rest of our work day. <sighs> yep. Finish up Bye. my my fancy alcoholic coffee. I, I I don't feel it. So I'm glad I didn't put too much in here. Yeah, probably for the best. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they don't put too much in at the Disney location. Yeah. Because, <laughs> boy, that could be <laughs> a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've gotten a toasty at Epcot before and had to, That's like, take a little break. easy to do there. Especially if you go mm-hmm. during, like, Food and Wine Fest or during, like, yep. the uh, Flower Festival. Yep, that's booths. exactly what happened to me. Yeah. There's the carts everywhere. And I was like, oh, that yeah. sounds good. Let me try that cocktail. And by like the fourth country, I was like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, yeah, I know. You gotta like, you gotta pace yourself there, man. I do like yeah. though, okay, I know this is not a Disney podcast. However, <laughs> Wait, I'm, about, I'm about to say this. <laughs> I do like that at a lot of countries, you can get, at least now, you can get smaller cups of stuff. So you're not oh. like, if you want to try a beer or something, Typically, you don't have to have a huge yeah exactly like thank god because i would be blasted by the time i made it through all those countries (laughs) and i'm not usually i don't think i've ever gotten like super drunk at disney which is probably good because there are children everywhere so (laughs) i was gonna say they they probably don't really want to encourage people to be (laughs) trashed at the park so that's that's probably a good idea money with lots of little things so they can charge a lot of money for a little sample yeah (laughs) They're, they're, they're using their noggin there. Yeah, they are. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Um, so, uh, please reach out to us. Um, you can email us at sips and smacks at gmail.com or on Instagram at sips and smacks. And you can also join our Patreon. Um, that's sips and smacks. And we have another $5 subscriber and that's ice. So thank you, Ice. Thank <laughs> She's you. my friend. <laughs> I appreciate <Yeah>. her joining. <laughs> That's very, very nice. Yes. Um, yeah, and until next time, behave yourselves. And we'll try to. Bye.